Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. No matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Spiritual Tools. My name is Melissa Boyd. I am your host for Spiritual Tools. I am an international psychic medium, and I connect to you, to your energy, and most important, your vibrational frequency. That's right, vibrational frequency. Each of us is a vibrational being. We are here on this planet to experience a human form of existence, but we really all have these spiritual gifts and tools inside of us. So if you're new to Spiritual Tools, welcome. And how the show works is every week I bring on a guest that has some aspect of spiritual tools that they will share with you. Um, most, most of the time they're practitioners or authors or do retreats around the world to really bring you into a new understanding. And remember, if you're not learning, you're not growing. So we're always here to shift and to grow forward. I do have some events coming up for those who are my, my regular weekly listeners. I, um, I'm offering a holiday special. So if you purchase a gift card between December 1st and December 31st, it is $111 um, versus a regular one-hour session is 150 And I do work in several countries, so all I need is your voice, or we can do it Skype and in person. So I um, do want to let you know that is available to purchase gift certificates now on my website, which is melissaboy.net. If you're in New England, I am doing a Remember My Love event. It is a a large group gallery reading where I read the room, um, Bring Your Loved Ones In From Spirit. I will be at Duffy's Tavern in Kennebunk on February 13th at 6.30 p.m. Tickets are $50 a person or two for $90. That includes um, appetizers, uh, a a solfeggio frequency healing, as well as a gift bag for soul development. And although not everyone will receive a message, most people will feel a beautiful vibrational shift of coming together and hearing evidence of your loved ones in spirit. And then January 28th at 7 p.m., I will have a free meditation at my office. It is a free meditation. However, every month I do pick a charity. So if you'd like to donate to that charity, you can bring a dollar, ten, twenty to donate to that charity, although you're not um, required to do so. And then finally, in January, I am launching some new classes that I'll be doing. Um, so I'm very excited about that. So into today's show. So you're joining us. This is a pre-recorded show. It is recorded. It is playing on December 10th, 2015. So, you know, I, I those of you who have been listening for a while, I interview people that I know that I don't know. And this woman is very special to my heart in many ways. Um, so Laura Sheldon, I first met Laura, I went to her for a session having a lot of um, a lot of issues um, before I had an abdominal hysterectomy. And Laura is a light worker. She's also a Reiki master and uh, Reiki master of masters. Phenomenal energy. And I had heard of Reiki over the years, and I thought, yes, that's nice. But when I had my sessions with Laura, it was extremely powerful. I could feel the light streaming through my cells. And then um, one day after several sessions, I said to her, 
you know, I think I'm going to learn Reiki. And she said, I think that's probably a good idea. <laughs> so I have, I've had the privilege of studying with, with um, Laura over the past couple years and, um, and now myself a Reiki master. So I'm so excited to share her with, with you listening here today. So I'd like to read her bio. Laura Sheldon is a shamanic light worker and Reiki master of masters. She offers profoundly transformative vibrational healing sessions to clients around the country. She also offers mentoring programs designed to support holistic practitioners and spiritual entrepreneurs in realizing their soul's calling and their true heart's desire. Laura offers a very pure Reiki training in the Yusui, Haishashi, and I'm sure she's going to correct me if I'm wrong, and Takata lineage. Her master's master was trained by Mrs. Takata herself. Laura honors and upholds the purity and sanctity at the sacred heart healing art. You may contact Laura at Laura, and that's with two L's, so it's L-A-U-R-R-A-S-H-E-L-D-O-N at gmail.com or contact her via phone at 207-807-4447. Welcome, Laura. Thank you, Melissa. It's such an honor to be here. And I want to start by saying I I thank you so much for all that you have done to create this radio show. I know there's so much work that goes into this, and it's just such a beautiful gift that you have given to the world by creating the sacred space for so many people to come together and share in the, the wisdoms and the teachings. And so to that, I'm just so honored to be here. Namaste. Oh, namaste. Thank you. Thank you. So um, tell us about yourself and your journey into being a light worker and maybe even explain what a light worker is. Mm -hmm. So that's a a beautiful um, question, and and I love that that you captured it right at the end there. You know, what is a light worker? And it really is not anything that we become. And experience, a light worker is who we are, it's who we were born to be, and so many of us, we, you know, and, and I think if you're listening to this radio show, you are a light worker, um, we, we know that we are a light worker because we feel it in every cell of our being that we are here for a reason, that there is some big purpose behind the, the matrix that we, we don't necessarily um, see at first. We know there's something bigger, we know there's something greater, and that we're part of that. And so for many of us, we, we're really just working to uncover that, to discover what it is that is our work to do in the world. And I remember for myself, that was one of the first times I actually heard my guidance speak to me. So I've always been very aware, and you, um, you might say I had the clear cognizance. You know, I knew things, but I, I, it was new for me to actually hear a voice. And one day while I was pondering for the umpteenth time, you know, what is my purpose, actually heard my guide speak to me very clearly and tell me that it wasn't about a specific job, that it was it was really just being who I am in this world. And they use that, that familiar Buddhist phrase that all paths lead nowhere, so choose a path with heart. And so I really it, it relieved me in that day to realize the truth in that and I could feel the truth in that. And I and I knew it wasn't just my my own ego, you know, thinking thoughts to make me feel better but was really my own truth, that, that my truth is that I do have a purpose and that I would realize that purpose just by being who I truly am in this world. And to follow my heart, that's, I think, the, the real key in that message was to choose the path with heart. And so often we tend to choose our path based on, you know, what we've been taught, what we, what we think. And, 
And so in my experience, as I began to trust my heart, my inspiration, and I followed that, I was led in the right direction every single time. And I did my undergraduate training in psychology. I did my graduate training in energy medicine. I went on to study um, Reiki, light work, and shamanic, um, you know, I'm a shamanic practitioner. I studied shamanism. All of those were some of the foremost teachers in the country. And as I was studying the energy medicine in, in graduate school, there was this, this aspect of it that it's one thing to know something, and it's another to know what you're going to do with that. And so it really became mm. important for me to, to bring it out into the world. And that's really where, you know, I think we all are today. I think, you know, we've, we've really seen this, this progression in our, in our own experience. And, I, you know, I, I really do think I'm, I'm speaking for more than just myself here, that the, the bells have gone off and we know that it's time to grow into that next level. And so, you know, here we are, we're past 2012. So many people were, were thinking, you know, something amazing is going to happen in, in 2012 and the whole world is going to change. And I think what happens is most of us don't realize it did. It did change, you know, and, and we have this ability mm. to recognize that we have our right now moment and we can be stepping into the fullness of our potential right now and realizing that potential right now. And the way that we do that is by bringing our spirit into action. And so so much has been emphasized about the ascension, but once we get to that place where we have connected above to spirit, there's an aspect of, you know, our responsibility to then bring that down in, fully embody that divinity within us and bring our work out into the world to make a difference. And that's where I, I think so many light workers are are feeling that call right now and, and that's really the the work that we're doing. So um does 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 that help to, to define um light worker? Oh yes, I think that's beautiful. And you know, yeah. when you when you talked about that, I was thinking to myself, I just had a conversation with someone recently around yoga and how, you know, um yoga has been around for centuries, but now it's becoming mainstream in so many things. Yeah. And that really is about people connecting to their heart, connecting to their breath and their bodies. And so, you know, <laughs> people may, you know, and I think too, it's, it's depending on what you choose to focus on. You know, we know what you focus <laughs> on expands. So if you're watching, you know, a lot of television and a lot of news and fear-based, that's what your reality is going to become. So it's really about, Seeing all the beauty that is around us all the time and and transforming that. Absolutely, so, consciousness um, is essential. <laughs> oh yes, exactly. So I've had many many people on the show. However, I've never had um, someone specifically talking about Reiki. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you're such an amazing teacher. And you know, I I do want to say. We talk about vibration, and you hold a very high vibration. And, of course, the people that you've studied with have such a high vibration as well. Mm -hmm. So those who are new to Reiki or saying, like, what is Reiki and how the heck does it work? Could you tell us about that? Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, you know, I, I know the title of this, this show is Spiritual Tools, and, and certainly, you know, I think there are there are so many spiritual tools out there that, that support us and assist us. And for me, Reiki has been my go-to with, with everything, and, and you've certainly heard me say this, and some of your listeners that have trained with me have, have already heard me say this, but I really would love the opportunity to, to share this with, with those of you that, that, you know, may not know what Reiki is or may think you know what Reiki is. And, and you know, that's um, one of the, the things that we've seen is that there are a lot of people out there who use that word to describe energy healing. And in my experience, Reiki is a, is a very specific 
um, healing technology that was brought um, forward in the mid-1800s by Dr. Yasui. And then Dr. Yasui, who was a, a monk in, um, in Japan, training under him was Dr. Hayashi. So you, you knew I was going to help you with that, that pronunciation. Right? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. So, so Dr. Yasui um, rediscovered Reiki in the mid 1800s, and then he took under his. Um, there, there were several practitioners that that he worked with that he trained to become Reiki masters at the time. One of those was Dr. Hayashi, who then took it forward into um, Tokyo and was having his own clinic there, which is where Mrs. Takata, who came from Hawaii found him, and, and I'm, I'm really going to give you the abbreviated version because, as you know, in my class, I spend more than half an hour discussing the history of Reiki, and, you know, here we, mm-hmm. here we have, you know, 30 minutes for the show. So, so I'm going to give it a, a really abbreviated version. And Mrs. Takata was the one who brought Reiki from Japan to the United States, and at a time when, when it was actually very challenging um, for many Japanese Americans, you know, living in this country, um, and yet she was able to bring Reiki to the country and had embraced so wholeheartedly. And, and in my sense, that's, you know, partly the, the Reiki itself. And so what is Reiki that, you know, um, we are, we're talking about it sort of as a system of healing, but the word Reiki means universal life force energy. And I want you to all just consider just for a moment what that means, universal life force energy. So what I'm talking about here is truly the source and substance of the universe. In, in my experience, it truly is the divine presence. And so when we are attuned to Reiki, it's an energetic transmission that happens from master to student. And when we are attuned to that Reiki energy, it's, we are tuned to it just as a radio is tuned to a radio wave. And it's like being on a preset. So whenever you are engaging the Reiki energy, you are tapping into that energy specifically, which any of you out there who, who are familiar with other forms of, of energy healing know how tricky that can be to raise your vibration to a certain vibrational frequency, channel that energy in. And when we're working with, with Reiki, this again, this, this pure form of Reiki that I'm referring to, we are connected to only that energy. So when we are offering a treatment to another, we are channeling that pure energy. And so we are, we are revitalized as we give a treatment, and the recipient is the one who is actually pulling that energy through us. It's their own divine wisdom that's drawing that energy through. So it's not anything that we are sending or doing. We are offering Reiki. And the divine wisdom of the recipient is pulling it and pulling it wherever it needs to go, on whatever level it needs to go to. And in my experience with Reiki, one of the things that makes it so beautiful is that it's not only working on the level of the symptom. It's actually working the level at which, it, you know, even beyond which it was, it was actually caused. So when we see a healing occur with Reiki, it's not just the resolution of symptoms. It's a true deep healing that's long-lasting and really quite profound. And in my experience, Reiki is always very peaceful and it brings us back to balance. And that can sound so subtle and seem so simple until you take into consideration that more than 98% of the illnesses and injuries in this country are accredited to stress being the cause of that. Somewhere along the line, the stress you know, brought forward the, the condition of the illness or the injury. And when you have within your, within your own hands the ability to dissolve stress and restore yourself to a, a sense of deep peace and relax, awareness that's really pretty big and so in Mm. in my experience as i um as i am 
working with individuals with Reiki, what I see is that that healing that occurs is really quite profound. It's very deep and transformational, and yet it is very simple. It is very natural and very relaxing and very soothing. And the other thing I, I, I just want to put out there about Reiki is that I think a lot of times people think that taking a Reiki class is for somebody who, who wants to become a Reiki practitioner. They think, oh, that's for somebody who's going to, you know, put up a table and offer treatments to, to clients, and yet that may not be for me. But the truth is Reiki is first and foremost a self-practice. It is for you to support yourself in your own well-being. And so there are so many out there, and, and again, if you're listening to this show, it, it, you're probably one of these individuals that gives so much to so many. And it's really beautiful to have this system of healing, to be able to support yourself in all that you do, in all ways. And I know for myself, I use, I use Reiki in everything that I do. It enhances every aspect of my life. I use it when I'm meditating. I use it when I'm cooking my food. I use it when I pour my glass of water. I, there is not anything um, that comes up that I don't use Reiki with. And the other thing that has been profound for me is when I realized that at level two, we're able to do Reiki on situations. And so in that moment that I realized there was never going to be an opportunity for me to ever feel disempowered again, that there is always, always, always something that I can do. I can do Reiki on it. And for me, that, that really changed my life. And and so, you know, at this point, I, I teach the classes. I love teaching Reiki. It's amazing to witness people come in to watch their transformation as they, as they go through the class. It's a one-day class. They, they leave there transformed, but just in such a, a brilliance and a radiance about them with this sense of real empowerment that they know that they have this ability within themselves and that there is always something that they can do, that they can share this gift with the world. And the more we practice it, the, the more we, you know, experience that increase in our own personal vibration. And it's really just, it's, it's so extraordinary. And I just love it. So, so thank you for asking about that, Melissa. Yeah, I think it's really, um, it's a beautiful thing that you, um, that you talk about. And I will say, you know, um, you know, if you're looking for a Reiki practitioner, I think it's important to find someone that you feel, um, you know, holds a high vibration as well. That's an important mm-hmm. thing to do. That's a really important thing to do. And um, so let's talk about your work. And um, can you tell us about the sessions that you do, both in person and long distance, um, and what people could expect from a session with you, and then how they could contact you for a session? Absolutely. And so the the work that I do, as as I've already mentioned, I'm a Reiki master, light worker, and shamanic practitioner. So I have so many tools that, that are available. And how I do every session is really the same. I check in with the, the individual that I'm working with, their guides, and their healing teams. And we are channeling from, from that place. We are really drawing upon their own divine wisdom as to what is the, the, the protocol for that particular treatment based on where they are in their life, what their specific intentions are, what their goals are, and, and what's getting in their way? You know, what's that, what's that next thing that's just in the way of them realizing the fullness of their potential, whether that be healing something in their, in their physical body or moving forward with, you know, realizing their, their, their goals or their dreams, their vision for the world. You know, we, we all have that, that experience where something just comes up and, and it feels like we can't get beyond it. And so certainly when um, someone comes to me, that's, it, it could be the, Anything from a physical healing, as I mentioned, to even a, a spiritual aspect of wanting to be able to connect higher and feeling like there's just something getting in the way. And so I will connect with the 
individual's own guides, their their own healing teams, and ask, you know, what what is the next step for that? And very often it involves uh, a channel, you know, aspect of the session where we are actually communicating back and forth, where we're talking to one another, sort of unraveling, you know, this you know this piece. There, often the guides will ask questions. And I'm clear with people at the start, it's not so much to get a specific answer as it is to actually open up to a specific area in your life that you may not be allowing for that healing to come into. And so in that, when we bring our awareness to it, we are allowing that healing energy to come to it. And so in that way, once the permission has been given to bring healing to that aspect of our life, then we can really work on healing the the pattern as a whole. So very often the, the work, again, regardless of whether we're working on a, on a physical healing or we are working on a mental or emotional level or even a past life or psychic aspect of, of something, and a lot of ancestral patterns that, that get passed down, genetic patterns or past life patterns are being held in this, um, this layer, a specific layer of the auric body. I don't want to go into too much detail and, and confuse people here, but we have these different layers within our auric body, and the, the patterning is such that on, on each layer it's, it's a bit different. And what we really want to do in order to heal anything is to go to the level beyond which the problem was created. And so we have that mm. ability in the work that I do to be able to go all the way out to that spiritual level and sort of reset the blueprint according to your own highest divine blueprint. But in order to do that, you know, because in my experience, nothing ever happens to us, it happens for us. And so when we have an illness or an injury that occurs in our life, there's really a gift in that. And when we can allow ourselves to, to look for that, to recognize that, and to allow the healing to, to come in, um, then we can really transform that. So to do that, we have to be able to, to bring some level of recognition to it. And that brings our consciousness to it in a way that allows for that healing to come forward. And so in that way, we are, we are able to go to the layer that the individual is able to allow it to, to come to, again, through their own conscious permission, through that conversation, we get that conscious permission. We are able to then go into the energetic body, into that layer, in, in the spirit body, and heal that pattern. And then when that happens, when that pattern is clear, we are more fully who we are. So. This brings me back to, to your earlier question, Melissa, which is, you know, how did you become a light worker? In truth, I didn't become it. I always was. And in truth, we are, we are all simply uncovering the truth of who we are. We're not adding anything. We're not becoming something else. We are simply taking away the layers that, that are in between that, that keep us from knowing the truth of who we are. And so the healing is very much like that. It's healing by clearing away these illusions and sort of, I like to think of them sometimes like smudges on a, on a photocopy. You know, it's not the truth of who we are, but they kept handed down through generations or, or through, our, through our own vibrational experience. And so, you know, the photocopy is just having the smudge copied again and again, and it becomes more and more blurry with each copy. And so when we want to clear that, we really want to be able to go to the level before it was created and to release that from our experience and allow that new blueprint to step down and in. Did that make mm. sense? That, no, that's a beautiful way of, of saying it. And as you were talking, I was thinking of people sometimes, I mean, even with my work, they say, how can you do this over the phone? And, you know, in my experience, you know, mm-hmm. it can be just as powerful, if not more powerful, mm-hmm. and at a distance, because remember, we're all energy. So if you're listening and saying, mm-hmm. how the heck is this possible? 
it's because we're we're all energy. And the best example I could give of that is um, John of God from Brazil um, was able to actually cure Wayne Dyer of leukemia. John of God was in Brazil. Wayne Dyer was in Hawaii. And he was able to do um, a session on him remotely, and the, the cancer, with the leukemia was gone within a week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a yeah. lot of... Um, you know, we're we're going to a higher dimension. So as we raise our vibration, we really can connect in deeper and deeper. So, um, mm-hmm. and what is your website, Laura? So people can also contact you through that. My website www.lauraSheldon.com, and that's Laura with two R. So www.lauraSheldon.com. And, in fact, I, I have a and special it, gift for your listeners today, so I'll give that again at the end of our interview today. Oh, good. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. And um, so people, would, what would the best way for people to contact you if they're interested in a session or interested in learning more about your services? Well, that brings me right to what the, the, the free gift is. And so I am I'm recognizing that the nature of the, the, the spiritual tools radio show and, and knowing who you are, that, the, the audience that you have attracted, Melissa, is, is really of a very high vibrational frequency. And I would love the opportunity to talk to anyone who found this inspiring about what it is that they have going on for them. You know, what is the, the, the pattern and, and how would we suggest um, supporting them in healing that and moving beyond that fear into the fullness of their own potential. And so I am offering any of your listeners today a complimentary 30-minute discovery call. And so to access that, they can go to um, the website. And, again, that's www.laurasheldon.com and then forward slash spiritual tools gift. And that will connect them with a, with a page that um, will link us up so that I can make that offer to them for that 30-minute consultation if they're interested. And and that's really, you know, how, how I like to start because you, it, it really is re- important that we, we really click that, you know, this this work isn't for everyone, mm. but for those mm-hmm. that it is for, it is amazing and it is profound. And you know, I, I would do this for for anyone and everyone. I would if it, if it were up to me. But the truth is, we we're never healing anyone else. We're always, you know, if if we are a healer, we're we're inspiring that healing within someone else. But it's always their work to do, and and it's always their their privilege and their honor to do. So so in that way. Um, it's really important that we are connecting in a way that allows that individual to really be feeling it, to really, um, you know, be in, in in that space to allow for that healing to come forward. And so the, the discovery call is a really beautiful way to connect and to have an opportunity to really, you know, feel it out, to, to bring forward, you know, what it is that you've got going on for you and to feel how that, that feels to, to do this work together, to allow that channeling to come in, to, to hear the relevance of that, to, to really begin to know. Because if we have fear, if we're afraid mm. of, you know, the unusual nature of this, then we're really closing ourselves down and, and that's, in my experience, all healing is about overcoming that, that fear. And, and by overcoming it, I'm not talking about moving through it or forcing beyond it, but actually transcending it to really lift ourselves oh, above that. Beautiful. And, and that, again, is, is oh. what I think, you know, so many of us on the planet right now are being called to exactly that, to, to realize the illusion of fear and to step beyond it into the fullness of who we are so that we can realize our full potential in this world. And, and if we were all willing to do that, then we would be living in a world of solution. And I believe it's possible now. And I believe many of us are living in that 
in that world now. And so, again, the more of us that, that are willing to recognize the, the truth in that for ourselves, to step beyond our fear into our truth, into our empowerment, and be willing to bring that forward into the world, it's just such a gift for all of us. Oh, I love that. And thank you for that's a beautiful gift. Thank you so much. And, you know, when I, when I think about this, and, and you and I have had conversations about this, about how, you know, I've had past lives in Japan and, <laughs> you know, just the beautiful connection of Buddhism and how Buddhism really is about honoring who you are at the purest level, you know, and that's what I love about Reiki is it is about honoring, you know, who you are at the purest level. And I know um, people who are listening may say, well, you know, I have bills and I have kids and I have this and how can this be? And, you know, I will say that, you know, um, you can have um, more light in your life that does bring solutions, that does bring miracle <laughs> consciousness to wave over you. So it's absolutely um, not only um, possible but probable that if you are willing to move through that fear, you'll get to that other side. So that's amazing. Yeah, and, and so it, it as really a light is that willingness that comes up first, right? So when we're willing... Mm. Because that's that's all oh, it takes absolutely. is that little bit of willingness, and then the the consistency and the commitment. You know, I I have been in um, the healing arts now for for about twenty years, and I have seen so many amazing transformations, things that that you know people just you know flat out miracles. You know, it's just absolutely amazing. It defies you know all all the laws, you know, and, and it's just absolutely extraordinary. And when I look at, you know, who, who are those individuals and, and how is it that that happened for them and, and why does it happen for them and not, not others, what I have recognized is it really comes down to the commitment. It really comes down to the, the commitment and the consistency, that willingness, that willingness that you're talking about. And, and when we are mm. willing to step beyond our, our limiting beliefs and our, and our illusions of fear, then amazing things can happen for us. And the beautiful thing, again, is it's not something that has to happen in our future. It can happen right now. There's only ever the right now moment. That's right. It's so true. And, um, you know, and as a light worker in this time, Laura, um, what is your vision for healing or your vision for the world or and you know or anything that you want to say about that <laughs> yeah so i've I've given this um quite a bit of consideration, and one of the things that that I have really seen over the last couple of years we astrologically there has been a lot going on and a couple of years ago, we had the experience during the time of sort of preparing for the grand cardinal cross and and that that you know those those words are a little bit advanced for anyone who, who doesn't study astrology, but I'll, I'll share with you in a minute what, what I'm referring to here. During that time, in advance of the Grand Cardinal Cross, there was a grand sextile, which was two grand trines happening, you know, with the stars aligning in specific formations. In it, A trine is a triangle, so they're, they're um, beautiful, easy energy all coming together. And this grand sextile had the trines in the so that these planets and their configurations were all happening in the earth sign and happening in the water sign. So it was a grand water trine and a grand earth trine. Both of those are the receptive feminine energies. But when you have those trines together in the sextile, it's actually creating the Merkaba. It's creating the Metatron's cube. And again, I know these are some advanced topics, but I know that there are some of your listeners that really get this. They're right there with me and they know exactly what I'm talking about. And in this beautiful sacred geometry that was created in the, in the stars, in the sky above us during this time, in my experience, it was really creating this sacred container to allow for this transformation to take place 
in a way that would be easy and graceful for everyone on the planet. And I actually see this Metatron's cube brought in sometimes when the guys are working on someone's energy system, and they're actually going to do an upgrade to that energy system. They're going to actually replace the, the chakra system in its current, you know, formation to a higher vibrational patterning. And so they bring in this beautiful Metatron's cube, and it holds the space in such a beautiful way that the, the body and, you know, the, the light body itself have have no adverse reaction to it. They are just relaxed, and they are are really just holding this space and this, this purity and this perfection while this work is taking place within it. And, and when it's done, it just, you know, it goes into this higher version of itself. And it was all seamless. It was all filled with such grace. And when we were seeing this happening a couple of years ago, this, this grand sextile that was taking place, this Merkaba in the, in the sky, in the heavens, what was happening is at the same time there were part of the configuration that I was referred to, referring to before in the Grand Cardinal Cross, there were certain planets that were in opposition to each other that were very challenging. And Uranus and Pluto squared off many times. And those of you that follow astrology, you heard about that a lot. And it was really intense. But in, that, in my experience of that, the divine was holding for us this beautiful, beautiful structure to allow for what felt like very calculated blasts to take down certain structures. So, again, those of you that have been following astrology know that the specific places that Uranus and Pluto are in in the skies and the chart and what that that all looks like to us is really breaking down certain systems. And there are other planets that were involved in that as well. And there are a lot of people that were really concerned about what that meant for the world order. You know, what did that mean for religion and banking and finance and, and the education system? And certainly we saw you know, these blasts in all of those areas. But just like a very controlled blast when, you are, when you're taking down, um, you know, a structure that you want to build up a new one, you can, you can do it in such a way that really allows for that deconstruction without devastation. And that's what we've, we've mm. really seen is during this time, there has been this deconstruction and the systems are coming down. They are tumbling down. But as you, as you have seen for yourself, there was a lot of fear about what that might look like. But as it's happening... It's really filling people with with some hopefulness. I mean, even just looking at the the Catholic Church, for example, you know, we we had the experience where you know Pope Francis has come in, and so the church is changing. You know, the the, the politics, the government are changing, the financing in this and planet it's changing, and what it's being replaced with is something of a higher vibrational frequency. And there are so many solutions that are coming in to the planet at this time. And who are they coming into, right? They're coming into us. Mm. You know, it's, it's our work mm-hmm. to be in alignment with the truth of who we are. And when we are and we follow our inspiration, we are bringing forward the solutions that are changing these systems. When, you know, I, I hear people all of the time talking about the healthcare system. And, and it's so easy to think about a system and sort of, you know, want to judge it and criticize it. But the truth is that system is made up of individuals. And when every individual in that system is changing in their consciousness, the system is changing. And I see that the systems have changed. And in my experience, they have already changed. The change has happened. The healing has happened. It's a matter now of recognizing that and stepping forward. And I think so many of us just recreate our day each day based on the day before in our, in our expectations.
expectation of what has been to be what will come, that we don't realize just how much things have already shifted, just how many solutions are really out there. And we just continue sort of sleepwalking from day to day to day, carrying our past forward into our future. But if we could be fully conscious in our right now moment and really, you know, choose consciously where we want to put our attention and what we want to invest our energy in, then we could really be creating this world of solution, this, this heaven on earth right now. We could have peace on earth right now. There is no reason to wait. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, you know, it reminds me of Einstein, you know, who said one intuition is everything. And the second thing he said is we will not solve our problems with the same thinking that created them. And so I, I wholeheartedly absolutely agree with this. Um, I know that you said Reiki was one of your spiritual tools. Do you have another spiritual tool? And, and um, what is it and why? <laughs> so that's a, it's a beautiful question. And, you know, I, I, from the time I was a little girl, people would ask me, so what's your favorite color? What's your favorite flower? And it's always been difficult for me to answer that question because I am definitely a woman of particulars. And for every job, there there's a particular tool, and I'm really glad to have all the tools that I have. And I have so many spiritual tools, and every one of them is precious to me because in the moment that I use it, it helps me with what I need help with in, in that moment. So so for me, yoga has been a really um, instrumental tool in, in my evolution, my personal evolution, really being able to align myself in that way, bringing the spirit into the physical body and really moving it into the world. Um, I love mudras and, and chanting kirtan, you know, the sacred names of God, and um, anything yeah. that, that lifts my, my vibration and brings me back to that place of consciousness. And um, but, but I think, you know, really the, the one that, that comes, you know, forward first and foremost anytime anyone would ever ask me that question is truly prayer. And and in that, you know, mm. my, my favorite prayer is thank you. And, I, I you know, I've heard it said before, and I, I think it's so true. If the only prayer you ever say is thank you, it's enough. And so for me, living in that state of appreciation on a regular basis where I, I am really honoring and thankful for everything that comes to me, that's, that's really a powerful way to, to be in the world. And when we are living in that vibration, what I find happens is that the problems get solved before they were even created. So when we're living in solution mm. energy, problems simply don't arise. They get worked out before they even have a chance to develop. And how does that happen? For, for me, that happens by living in that state of appreciation. And so um, my, my, favorite, my favorite spiritual tool is definitely um, prayer in that aspect of not asking for something. I don't, I don't um, you know, I'm not one who, who prays and says, you know, please, 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 please. It's more a thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and again, uh, mm. in my own healing journey, you know, this, I, I remember I struggled with systemic candida for 10 years. In fact, you know, it's one of those things that it, it was certainly life-changing for me. And while I was in it, I was reading the book. Um, there was a beautiful compilation of stories written by healers, and it was called Healers on Healing. And, and one of the messages that I read in that book over and over and over was that, you know, when you learn to love your illness, you'll be healed. And I thought, oh, I'm never going to get there. I'm never going to get there. It was so difficult for me. And I struggled, and I felt like I suffered at times. And, and there was, you know, it just it felt like it was all so far beyond my control. And as you can imagine, this was before I had discovered Reiki. And so 
it was amazing for me when I had the spiritual healing that actually healed that after 10 years of herbs and acupuncture and, you know, eating such a strict diet and doing all the things that, you know, the affirmations and feeling like to, to no avail, to have this beautiful spiritual healing that supported me in, in just, you know, letting it go. And, and in the moment that it let go, I was able to see that I truly loved it and appreciated it. That was 10 years that I invested in learning how to heal the body, learning how to heal the mind, learning how to heal the spirit. Mm. And so, so I would not be who I am today if it were not for that. And so part of what, what came out of that experience was really learning to live that attitude of gratitude really learning to live in appreciation and to look in every situation that comes to me to see, you know, it, where is the, the gift in this, where is the blessing in this. And no matter how uncomfortable that is, no matter how painful that, that is in the moment, you know, to, to look for the blessing in it. And, and even if I can't see it yet, to know that just means that I'm looking at it too soon. You know, sort of like the cake, the cake that's half baked, right? You know, by the time mm, we get to the other mm. side of that, we can see the blessing in that. We know the beauty that was in that experience. Um, so, so you know, prayer in the form of thank you, I think, is truly one of my 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 favorite spiritual gifts. Well, yeah. you are a gift, Laura, and I thank you for joining us today on the show. And thank I, you. um, you're welcome. So, um, please visit Laura on the web and um, reach out to her and. Um, Thank you, Laura, so much, and I hope you have a beautiful evening. Thank you, Melissa. Lots of love to you. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, well, amazing stuff happening, right? So a lot of positivity on this show, really trying to focus on the solution, not the problem. I certainly spent a lot of my life living in the problem, addicted to food, addicted to alcohol, um, felt like a victim, and really um, learning how to transform my own life by growing a light within. So we all have this ability. And um, I'm just I'm grateful for all you listeners out there, and I'm grateful to be doing this work at this time. And I hope that um, each of you embrace your light within. So visit Laura, and also if you're interested in... Um, my work, you can visit me at melissaboy.net. I do have a link um, called Resources and Tools, and what I will be doing over the next um, two months is putting up every single show that I've had on spiritual tools on that. Um, there will be some changes with spiritual tools um, in January, which I'll be announcing, but um, if you are, are you, you do want to follow me on Facebook, I'm at Melissa Boyd, Vibrational Intuitive Medium, and I do giveaways. So I do um, one-hour session. I give it away once a month, but you have to comment and get entered into a drawing. And then I also will be doing um, next week and the following two weeks, I'll be answering your questions that you put on Facebook so if you go to Facebook and I'll ask if you have a question for Spirit, I'll be tapping into those questions as well. So thank you so much and have a beautiful day and namaste.